0: I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is oh so good. I make a nice little marinade, sauté some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. and it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com/etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com etm.
1: Money should flow in your life, kind of like a river should flow, right? And the problem is, um, most people have these dams that have been built up about money, so money doesn't really flow. Maybe, uh, you know, I mean, maybe sometimes, you know, we we all want to have, I think, uh, abundance in our lives, and that's I believe our natural state that we should be in. But it's these uh, emotional blocks, primarily that. Uh, that are like big rocks in the river uh, that prevent the money from flowing.
0: Hey, welcome back to Everyone's talking Money. I am your host, Shauna Game. It's so good to have you here. This podcast is an invitation to learn how to money differently than you have ever been taught. If this is the first time you're listening to one of these episodes, I am a trained certified financial planner and certified trauma of money expert. And I really believe you need great personal finance advice with a twist of money therapy to really help your dreams and goals come to life, to really understand the the way that thoughts and feelings and emotions really just get in the way. To use that phrase again, of you being able to do the things you want to do. And this episode is an example of that. Have you ever thought, I'm doing all the quote unquote right things with my money, but I'm still not achieving my goals? Like, what is going on? Well, this kind of thinking is very common, and I hear it repeatedly with my money coaching clients. The truth is, we all have some level of emotional baggage with money. Why? Well, because you are in a relationship with money, for better or worse, that causes some just gunk to get built up that needs to be released so you can create healthy money habits and healthy money beliefs. Dr. Bradley Nelson, he is one of the world's foremost experts on natural methods of achieving wellness and author of the best-selling book, The Emotion Code, is joining us in this episode to talk about releasing trap emotions. So you can bring in abundance and money success and really anything that you want. So I know, I know this topic, it might seem a little bit out there for you, but just hang with me. I guarantee you are going to learn something about yourself in this episode. We talk about what causes emotional money baggage, some practical ways to lower money stress and how to rewire all of those negative money beliefs that keep you stuck. So before we get into this episode, I invite you to check out my 10 mindful money questions to ask yourself freebie. That is at etmpod.link 10moneyq. Also, if you are looking for one-on-one money coaching with me personally, you can sign up for more information at etmpod.link moneycoaching or just head to the show notes. That's where you can find absolutely any link that I talk about in this episode or my guest talks about. They will all be right there. All right, let's start talking. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this conversation for quite some time. I think, you know, everyone listening has probably dealt with some level of emotional baggage with money, but we don't often understand, uh, you know, what that does to our bodies, what that does to our minds, what it does to our relationships, our careers, you know, all these things that I really want to dive into. So, so quoting you, you say that like each time you trap an emotion, you get stuck in the middle of whatever traumatic event you are experiencing. So instead of moving beyond your angry moment or your uh, temporary bout with grief or depression, you retain this negative emotion, emotional energy within your body, potentially causing significant physical and emotional stress. That is just crazy to kind of think about it that way. So Okay, let's just start here. Talk to me about this idea of a trapped emotion.
1: Well, so here's what happens to us. I mean, first of all, try to imagine living in a world where there are no emotions at all, where you can't feel highs or lows. There wouldn't be any depression, but there wouldn't be any happiness. There wouldn't be any joy. There wouldn't be any anxiety. I mean, it would just be kind of a flatline existence right kind of like be like living in a world without any color like it'd be like living in a in a black and white world and i remember when tvs are black and white and we we moved to a colored tv that's how old i am and wow what that was just unbelievable so if you think about it um that's uh that's essentially um that's essentially what what we're talking about here is uh uh if you try to imagine a world with no emotions that's that's kind of what we're what we're talking about i mean we live in a world of um of emotions and we're emotional beings animals are too well sometimes what happens is emotional energy can become trapped in the body how does that happen well what happens is if you are if you're feeling um an emotion uh, think about the process that we go through somebody says something to you you see something you hear something you think something and a certain emotion starts to come up Well, um, maybe it's grief or sadness or anger or resentment or whatever. Um, if you decide you don't want to feel that emotion and you bury that emotion, or if you decide you're gonna become really um you're gonna amplify that emotion and become really upset, uh what you're doing is you're interrupting the normal emotional cycle, which is kind of like a little loop. You start to feel an emotion and Maybe you think the thoughts that go along with that emotion, you feel the feelings that go along with that, maybe the physical sensations that go along. And then you normally acknowledge that emotion and you let it go, and the loop closes, and that experience is over, and you're ready for the next one. But if you bury that emotion or you amplify it too much, or if it's just something that's happened that's just too huge, that energy becomes stuck in the body. And uh, so we call those trapped emotions. So, what's interesting is we know talking about money. Um, there are trapped emotions that can definitely interfere with your ability to make money, uh, to save money, uh, to create the kind of abundance that you want. It's, it's really, it's something that is so common. It's, it's kind of an epidemic, honestly. Yeah.
0: So tell me like, what are some of the, you know, common trapped emotions around money that most of us experience?
1: Well, um, if you think about it, let's say, um, let's say for example, that, um, that uh, you're, maybe you're younger, maybe you're older, and um, you're having, uh, you're in a, you're in a financial difficulty. Let's say that the bank is calling you all the time about your, your your account's overdrawn, or um, you have that sudden feeling of panic because, you know, maybe you, you get an email from them and they tell you, hey, your account's been overdrawn for a week and you owe all this money now because they, they nail you every single day if you're overdrawn, right? So what kind of emotion would that create? Well, grief, panic. I mean, it can really be like the fear of annihilation, almost like mm, the fear yeah. of death, because if you don't have enough money, um, well, it's kind of a life or death thing sometimes, right? Even if it's not at that moment, we still can interpret it that way. And so you might develop trapped emotions of fear, or anxiety, okay? Um, uh, it's really interesting. We can have we can have uh, all kinds of problems because of money. I mean, if you think about it, they say that the average divorce could have been saved with $500 additional uh, income, you know, per month. Wow. That's now that it might be a thousand more or something now because that, that was maybe 20 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> the, the price has gone right. up. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, so, uh, it's interesting because we, we all have baggage, uh, around money. And sometimes we, we grow up in a household where, um, you know, dad's always panicking about money, right? There's never enough money. And so we learn from those experiences. Uh, and then that's how we treat the rest of our lives. And we, we develop emotional baggage from, uh, those, those experiences that we go through. And so it's so interesting because there's so money has so much energy connected to it and most of it's not good. Uh I've done, you know, events all over the world and anytime I bring up money, I like to watch the audience because there's always this reaction that people have <laughs> just in general. It's like, "Oh no, we're going to talk about this thing. Right. He's I don't going like there. this thing." <laughs> yeah. It's really interesting. But um but you know, the other thing that's really fascinating about money is that For most of us, some of our blockage about money, and I think that pretty much everybody has blockages about money. Um, But I think that uh, for many of us, some of that blockage energy is not from our own lives. It's from, you know, your great great grandfather who was thrown into the poorhouse, maybe. And that emotional energy that he developed now has been passing down the line to you. so we call those inherited trapped emotions. And those are, those are also really, really common. And, um, and then one of the most important things really about money and creativity and creating the life that you want has to do with what we call the heart wall. Um, and this is really a whole another fascinating topic, but it's, it's really key to the emotion code. Uh, back in the 1960s, when doctors started first doing heart transplants, They found that um, sometimes patients would come back in and they would report strange things like their taste in music or food or sports had totally changed, or suddenly they would have memories of being in places that they'd never in their lives ever visited. And when they were connected with the family of the heart donor, they would find out, you know, inevitably, oh, well, you know, our daughter visited Rome every year. It was her favorite city in the world. And now you have memories of being there, but you've never left the country. Whoa. I mean, <laughs> how weird is that, right? So weird. I mean, there are books written about this. It's called Cellular Memory, and it's, it's really wild. But, um, but anyway, what we find is that um, the, the best ideas, I believe, that you will ever have, Shauna, will not come from the brain in your head. They will come from the brain in your heart. and We now know that the heart is really a second brain. And um, so the brain that, that we have in our heads is really obeying the messages that are being sent by the brain that's in our hearts. And so um, it's really interesting. Well, if you feel like your heart is going to break at some point, which you've probably experienced, I would imagine, right? Most people yes. have, right? And you feel that physical sensation, you know, like there's an elephant sitting on your chest, like you're choking, you can't breathe. When that's going on, your heart's under assault. And the heart really, truly is everything the agents believed it to be. It was, it's the core of our being, the seed of the soul, the source of love and creativity and romance and everything else. And along with that, it is our source of making money as well. And so most people end up putting a wall up around their heart. And that wall, it's a subconscious creation, but that wall is made of layers of their emotional baggage. And so what happens is their Perfect blueprint that lies within their heart, which really is everything the ancients believed it to be—core of our being, and so on. That heart has a perfect blueprint of what your life can be, and you know, and your total creativity that can express. But when you've got a wall around that heart made of negative emotions, which ninety-three percent of people have, it makes it much harder to manifest that into the world. And so, um so we see that when that wall is taken down, creative ideas start to flow, money starts to flow. Because if you think about it, I mean, what is money? Well, money is energy, right? And energy has to flow. If it's not flowing in your life, then it's dammed up somewhere. And it's so interesting. Um, I remember reading one of our um, one of the testimonials that came in. We got thousands. I mean, over ten thousand, maybe twenty thousand of these now from all over the world. But somebody wrote in. They said that their friend had been trying to sell their house for a year and not having any luck, no luck, no luck. No, nobody was interested apparently, nobody was even looking. And um, so she got her heart wall removed and the next day the phone started ringing and she sold the house in like, I think three days. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty wild, but I mean, we're, we're finally starting to realize who we really are. We're beings of pure energy, emotions are energy. Uh, the emotional baggage that you have uh, is getting in your way. And some of that baggage is from your life. And some of it is from probably your ancestors who maybe were really poor. And I mean, that, that was my case. Um, my ancestors on my dad's side were from Ireland and I think they were just really poor. And um, so, you know, getting rid of that baggage has really, um, really was essential for me to be able to live the kind of life that I'm living now where I'm living a life really with no limits. I mean, every day I get up and I get to decide what I want to do.
0: Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about like the the ancestry piece of money. You know, in my own personal story, my great 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 grandfather actually he came from Ireland as well. And uh, he was one of the uh, three brothers that started Stanley Tools, you know, the, the tool brand that we all know. But my great, great, great grandfather actually sold out his piece. He wanted to just go live in a horse farm in New York and he wanted to just kind of, you know, he'd made enough money and it wasn't an issue. Well, that was about a year and a half before the Great Depression hit. And he ended up losing all of his money because all of his money was invested. And so, uh, you know, that, that line kind of, you know, trails down. I look at my, my grandmother who is a dis- direct descendant from him and she was a, an entrepreneur before women were really entrepreneurs. She had her own, you know, hair salon and she was responsible with, you know, making all the money in the family and the great depression. My, um, my grandfather, you know, couldn't get a job. I mean, you see all of this sort of lineage of really a lot of struggle around money, you know, and then I see it present in, in my dad, even though my dad has been able to, to prosper financially. And so, you know, for anyone listening who can look back in their, you know, their, their history, their line now and see, you know, some of these struggles, what do they do about it? You know, h- how do we remove that kind of baggage that, like, w- we don't even we don't even know the full story around it?
1: Well, right. The the beautiful thing is that um, your subconscious mind does know, and uh, so, in other words, think about it this way: we all have a conscious mind, which is where we spend all of our waking hours, right? We have our relationships, we go to school, we work our jobs, etc. When you go to sleep at night, that mind turns off completely. And what's left is the subconscious mind, which never shuts down, luckily, until we die. Because once it shuts down, it's all over. But basically, if you think about it, the subconscious mind is its not only keeping air moving in and out of your lungs and keeping your heart beating and creating millions of new cells every minute. It's doing everything to keep you alive. But um, what happens is, the subconscious mind also is kind of a holographic archiving computer, and it knows and remembers everything you've ever done, every face you've ever seen in a crowd and everything you've ever eaten, tasted, touched, smelled, everything. It's all in there in that subconscious mind. Now, I was a computer programmer before I became a doctor, and we're going back to the very beginning of the personal computer revolution back in the early 1980s is when I began. And when I became a doctor, I began to realize that the subconscious mind of a human being is a computer. Um, it's a binary computer. It's not like any computer that we're used to. Uh, and so it took me a while to figure this out, but you can ask questions of the subconscious mind and you can get answers. So for example, if I were there in the room with you, um, and if you were to hold one arm out parallel to the floor, and if I were to press down on your arm and if you were to resist me, um, you should be able to resist me with no problem. Um, if I were to have you make a true statement like, my name is Shauna, you'd be able to resist me because that's a true statement. That's strong. If you were to tell something maybe incongruent or untrue, like if you were to say, My name is Jill, you'd try to resist me, but you wouldn't be able to, because that's your subconscious mind answering um that statement or question and saying, mm, that's not really true. So, in other words, built into us is this ability to respond positively or negatively with strength or weakness to questions. Um, and the subconscious mind will give us those answers. So it's kind of like we have access really to this, uh, this search engine, this Google chat GPT within each single person. And so here's the beautiful thing. Your subconscious mind is incomprehensibly powerful and it's tied into all of your memories and everything that's ever happened to you, but also into your ancestors and all the energy that you've received from them. So what we can do is we can ask questions and we can get answers. So for example, if I were there with you, what you could do, for example, let's say you hold out your arm and you make a true statement like, my name is Shauna. I press down. You're strong. And your listeners can do this at home, by the way. And let's say, for example, that the next question I ask you is, uh, are you okay with money? And, at that point, you're either going to get a strong muscle for yes or a weak muscle for no. And let's say, for example, we do that. Um, I make this, uh, I, I ask this question, are you okay with money? And your answer from your subconscious mind is, well, actually, it's weakness. It's no, I'm not okay with it. Right. Then what we can do is we can use the emotion code uh, to actually zero in and find out what emotional baggage you have, maybe from your life or maybe from an ancestor, and then release that. And that's the whole process that's in the uh, that's in the book. But usually, we can find and release a trapped emotion in about a minute or so. Once um, you know, once you, you can do that, once you learn how to do it.
0: The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited, and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters, and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit, I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash ETM for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make earning a part of your financial routine and join Earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See EARNN.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com/etm. That's m-o-n-a-r-c-h m-o-n-e-y.com/etm for your extended 30-day free trial. Whoa. Okay. Let's go down in an, an example route again. Like so, let's like pick an emotion maybe that that might be trapped. Talk to me about that that process of of releasing that. How does that work?
1: Right, exactly. Well, it's um because the because the subconscious mind is a binary computer and it can answer any question with strength or weakness, right? Which is yes or no. Um we've developed a kind of a flow chart of how to ask these questions. So the emotion code chart itself has 60 emotions on it and it's divided up into two columns and six rows. So what we do is we would, in your case, we would simply ask, um, okay, do you have a trapped emotion about money, for example? And if we get a strong answer uh, on your arm, then we could say, okay, well, is this emotion in column a, maybe that's weak. That's a no. Maybe it's in column B. And so if it's in column B, you know, let's see, I've got a list of emotions right here. Let's say it's in column B. And then we would ask, all right, is it in one of the odd rows in column B? And your subconscious will know this. Is it in an okay. odd row? Right. Maybe that's a no. So it's in an even row. So is it in row two or four? Maybe it's in row ah, six.
0: I see. Okay. So the
1: chart looks like this. I don't know if you can see that. It's pretty hard to see. Yeah. It's, okay. Um, okay. There we go. So there's, there's column B, row six. Maybe it's one of those. And so then we would ask, okay, um, is it shame? Maybe that's no. Uh, Is it shock? No. Um, Is it unworthy? Oh, okay. That one's strong. And so, so that leads us very rapidly to whatever the emotion is. So then at that point, what we would do is we would ask, all right, do we need to know anything else about this? Maybe we don't, maybe we do. If we need to know more, uh, we might ask when it happened and we would you know, divide your life in half and ask did this occur earlier than, you know, age 20 or whatever. And then we'll figure out generally, um, you know, a year typically when it happened. And a lot of the time people will remember, oh yeah, that's when my, whatever, that's when I went bankrupt or whatever it was. Right. Um, and then we can release that energy and to release the energy, if you're working on yourself, uh, you can, cause you can't do this on yourself. Uh, you can use a magnet or your hand, and you'd start in the middle of the forehead and just go over the forehead to the back of the neck a few times, like three times. If you're working with somebody else, you could do that or go down the middle of the back. Uh, because what we're doing is you're putting energy into the governing meridian. And the governing meridian begins at the tailbone and goes straight up the back over the top of the head to the inside of the upper lip. And so we have found that um, putting energy with intention into any length of that meridian will release that emotional energy, kind of like. Um, if you take a credit card out of your wallet and um you rub a magnet on the magnetic strip on your credit card it erases that right. data it's the same thing right okay ah. yeah yeah that's how it
0: interesting works. wow <laughs> it's so it's so fascinating and so you know even like the arm test right we can't we can't outthink it like our what no. you're saying is our subconscious is just going to go on autopilot yeah. for us is going to make the choice
1: yeah that's yeah, exactly that's right
0: so- it's so interesting. Well, I, I want to talk a little bit more about like physical damage to, to trapped emotions. So I I had something happen five years ago. I um, actually had an injury and became deaf in my left ear. So I have um, 24-7 tinnitus, which if anyone listening doesn't know what that is, it's like loud TV static all day, every oh, day. Oh, man. And I'm 100% deaf in my left ear. And it's interesting as I've been going through this process, I've been doing, you know, the traditional uh, medical route, but then also looking at, you know, alternate forms of healing and understanding. And it's all of those uh, alternate forms that that make a lot more sense to me <laughs> than the traditional route. But, you know, somebody brought up to me this idea of, um, you know, be- being trapped or something in my subconscious is kind of stuck, you know, mm-hmm. and it's kind of keeping me in this place. So anyway, I just I think about this and I I know this is really powerful even for someone listening who's like, "I don't understand how that works." But you know, how are we how are we hurting ourselves by keeping these emotions specifically around money like trapped inside of us?
1: Well, it's just blocking us. It's kind of like um money should flow in your life kind of like a river should flow, right? And the problem is um most people have these dams that have been built up about money. So money doesn't really flow. Maybe, uh, you know, I mean, maybe sometimes, you know, we, we all wanna have, I think, uh, abundance in our lives. And that's, I believe, our natural state that we should be in. But it's these uh, emotional blocks primarily that, uh, that are like big rocks in the river uh, that prevent the money from flowing. And so by removing the emotional uh, energies that we have around money, it's like, you know, it's like popping those big boulders out of the river so that then, boom, where the river can start to flow. Um, it's really interesting. Well, you know, if you want to, I'd, I would be happy to, to, um, uh, to work on you remotely right now because that's one of the things about this work. You know, Albert Einstein, gosh, 100 years ago probably said, um, uh, he said, the medicine of the future will be the medicine of frequencies. And of course, we've had no idea really what he meant or what that looked like, but now we know, and it's, it's, um, it's this, it's the kind of work that we do. It's the emotion code, the body code, and so on. So if you want to, I would be happy to work on your ear. I hate to see people suffering and you've had this for how long?
0: Uh, five years now.
1: Five years. And so that tinnitus in that ear never stops. It's just going all the time.
0: No, it's going. So, you know, when I'm, when I'm sleeping, I'm not really resting. So. I get up and I'm tired and, oh, yeah. you know, it's just I've, I've done the, the best I can with, you know, really eliminating things from, you know, my diet and, you know, focusing on everything possible <laughs> that yeah. I can to sure. just, you know, keep my body at a, at a calm state. But it's interesting because, you know, it's, it's a, basically an invisible uh, disability that most people don't see, you know, looking at me, but it, it takes a, a huge uh, emotional toll. So I, I also do a lot of work focused on helping people think better thoughts around money. When I was a practicing financial planner, I I would notice that it was really the thought process w- which was needing the change versus the actual what to do with your money. Like that was that was secondary, even though that's what people were hiring me for. It was really going in and and working through a lot of the things we're talking about. Uh, tell me about like thoughts when it comes to this idea of, of trapped emotions, specifically around money, because people are so stressed out about money. They are depressed if they have student loans or debt, or they're not able to buy the house or whatever, you know, they're, they're stuck here in these, in these emotions. What role do our thoughts play into all of this? And can we control those?
1: Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, we have a, um, we have a whole other system that we just re- just recently released called the Belief Code, and what the Belief Code is uh, is it's a way to identify. Um, we, first of all, we compiled all of these negative statements from uh, about twenty years of working with people with the subconscious mind, uh, trying to help them figure out how to uh, how to make their lives work better. So we compiled all of these thousands of statements, and we put them into a system that uh, we can now use the power of the subconscious mind to guide us to what we call negative belief systems. And a negative belief system is a, um, it's a series uh, of uh, negative statements that exist in the subconscious mind. You see, the subconscious mind is kind of a black box and um, it uh, it doesn't make any judgments about things. If somebody tells you, like let's say your your father tells you, over and over, you know, you're never going to amount to anything, something like that. Well, pretty soon the subconscious mind will incorporate that and say, okay, um, you're, we're never going to amount to anything, or I'm never going to amount to anything. So now that's a belief in the subconscious. And maybe other beliefs get attached to that. Um, so that might be something, it might be like the roots of a tree, which we would call a faulty core belief. And maybe other beliefs get attached to that. Well, because I'm never going to amount to anything, Uh, maybe another belief is I'm never going to be happy. And that becomes like the trunk of the tree. Mm -hmm. And then um, because I'm never going to be happy, um, I'm never going to make anyone else happy. Um, I'm always going to fail. I mean, so you end up getting almost like a a tree of beliefs that are connected. We all have these, by the way. And, um, And so the thoughts that we have, uh, about money, we can consciously try to change those. And uh and we often need to, right? But the problem is um if your subconscious mind is not okay with you having abundance, then consciously you can work your tail off to create abundance and you may create it. But if your subconscious mind is not okay with you having it, you won't keep it, it won't stay around you'll lose that. And those are the people that you see that they work so hard and they create abundance, then they lose it. And then they have to create it again, and then they lose it. And their whole life is this kind of cycle. But if you can get your subconscious mind to align with what you consciously want so that they're both going the same direction, then instead of doing this kind of a pattern, you can do this kind of a pattern, <laughs> which so is what you're hoping. Wh- for.
0: Why, don't, like, why don't we talk about this more? Why Why is this not something that I mean, this feels like something that every single human needs to understand. Yeah. Maybe we could solve a lot of things. <laughs> mm. what, why do we not talk about this?
1: Well, it's this kind of understanding is really new, um, and so uh, you know, for example, we've got twelve thousand people certified as practitioners around the world. You know, in eighty countries, more than twelve thousand, they understand this. They're working on their own clients to do this. We have more and more people coming in all the time um, that are doing this. But, you know, the world has been kind of in this dysfunctional sort of state for hundreds and hundreds of years, thousands of years, I guess, really. And so what we're trying to do is um, we're trying to really change the way people think about this. And, you know, it takes time to do that. I mean, if you think about... um I remember, gosh, you know, 20 years ago, how difficult it was to have a conversation with most people about energy or yeah, exactly. changing energy. About, yeah. Or trapped emotional energy. I mean, it was just like, okay, you know, this is <laughs> That's you're too far moon, out. Yeah. <laughs> too far out, but it's completely changed now. People are, people are radically uh, much more open now than they ever used to be. But see, the, the consciousness of the world is expanding every day and it's never going to go back to where it was. So, uh, you know, it's we're on the way to everybody understanding this, but uh, yeah, you know, we got a little ways to go yet because uh, we've been so stuck for so long.
0: Okay, listen, like many of you out there, I love Notion, our sponsor today, and I honestly use it every day for my notes and journaling. I also track our family expenses. And I manage all of our household to dos. Notion has been such a lifesaver in helping me get a lot more organized because that's not one of my strengths without stressing me out. Notion is a place where any team can write, plan, organize, and rediscover the joy of play. It's a workspace designed not just for making progress, but getting inspired. Notion is the AI powered workspace that can summarize things like meeting notes and automatically generate action items and help you get answers to questions in seconds. It will honestly blow your mind. Notion is for everyone, whether you're a Fortune 500 company, you're a freelancer, you're starting a startup, or you're a student juggling classes and clubs, or you're somebody like myself that just really wants to get organized. Try Notion for free when you go to notion.com slash etm. That's all lowercase letters, Notion.com slash ETM, and start turning ideas into action. And when you use our link, you are supporting our show, Notion.com slash ETM. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. And I read that you you suffered, I think, two life threatening Ill- illnesses that you were healed from, which is really fascinating. Is was were those illnesses kind of the catalyst for doing this kind of work, or how did you get really interested in this idea of trapped emotions?
1: Yeah, well, um, yes, those two uh, those two life threatening situations that I had, and one of those. I was healed by some holistic doctors when Western medicine had nothing to offer me. I had kidney disease. The other one was uh, I was really sick with the measles. I was seven years old. My father was praying for me and suddenly I was just instantaneously made well. And that's a memory that is one of the earliest memories that I have, but I mean, it was so profound um, that I remember every moment of that experience, just uh, unbelievable. And so that taught me a couple of things, taught me that there's a higher power it also taught me that, um, that you know that we can ask for help and get it. It also taught me that um, that uh, healing doesn't have to take place over a long period. Sometimes it can happen instantaneously because it actually happened to me. And so then being healed of the kidney disease by the holistic doctors, that was really the big catalyst for me to um, to go into the healing arts. I decided I wanted to do what they did, and so um, I was when I got into practice. I was really obsessed with figuring out what was really wrong with my patients. I wanted to really fix them. I didn't want to just give them a Band-Aid. I wanted to really figure out what was going on, why they were having these problems. And and so gradually, that led me to this understanding uh, that our emotional baggage, it is the number one most common kind of imbalance. It's, It's the number one source of illness and so, I mean, every disease process, Shauna, that I've seen in 35 years now has had emotional baggage as a component, you know, and you name it. I mean, cancer, uh, diabetes, heart disease, autoimmune problems, uh, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, you name it. Every disease process has an emotional component. And sometimes that emotional component is the biggest, the biggest cause. And if you can address that component and release it, then the body which always naturally wants to be well wants to heal itself um is is then in many cases able to do a much better job at that so um so yeah it's been a really interesting journey and the uh the understanding about uh money and what our emotional baggage is doing to us in terms of being able to make money and keep money and and have abundance has been really uh it's been really really fascinating and um my own journey, uh, you know, is exemplary of that where I had tons of baggage and, uh, some of that was from my Irish ancestors. And some of it was from my ancestors on the other side of the family, but getting rid of that baggage and get rid of, getting rid of my own baggage about money has removed all the boulders from that river in my life. And so, you know, when you, when you think about, uh, when you think about, being successful, to me, the definition of success is, you know, really being able to live your life the way that you want to and spending your time the way that you want to, the way that you choose to. And, and I've been able to create that for myself. And a lot of other people have been able to create that for themselves as well, you know, through this work, because we offer certification for people in our methods. And
0: yeah, so let's, I want to go back real quick to the, the, the heart Uh, how, how is that different from you know, dealing with emotional baggage or is it the same sort of
1: process? It's, it's really the, an identical process. What the subconscious mind does is it just takes, when it feels like your heart's going to break and it needs to put a wall up to protect your heart, it takes those energies that are in the body, those trapped emotional energies, and it builds a wall. And it's an invisible wall. You know, You can't see it. You don't know that it's there, but you might suspect it. But um, with the emotion code, we teach you how to identify this wall and then how to start removing those trapped emotions. And um, usually most people can get rid of that heart wall in, you know, maybe two or three sessions where a session is removing maybe eight or 10 trapped emotions. That's usually enough. And, um, and yet, you know, the creative ideas that begin to flow spontaneously for people, people fall in love who never thought they would. I mean, people... <laughs> It's unbelievable. I mean, people come back and they tell us things like, for the first time in my whole life, I can feel God's love for me. Or they'll say, for the first time in my life, I understand what it means to feel the emotion of joy. I never felt that before. Um, I mean, it, it's really, it's so profound. It's, it's just really amazing. And that's what's driving the global phenomenon, really, that, that this is. I mean, all over the world, people are finding out, oh my gosh, I had no idea this is so easy. You can do this. And then look at the changes. And people are learning that they can heal themselves and they can heal their own family members. And that's really the beauty of this, I think, to me, is that um, anyone can do this um, and it's actually really easy. And when they start to learn that, um, it's giving them back their own healing ability that you know was just latent within them their whole life they didn't know about.
0: So we're in, we're in 2024. It's a, a new year. It's the time of year everybody's thinking about money and like all the things they want to change and do and do better. So if, if we've just listened to this conversation, where do we take it from here in terms of learning how to, you know, think about the trapped emotions that might exist in us and, you know, release some of those so we can make 2024, you know, more abundant, successful, fill in the blank, whatever year.
1: Yeah. Well, um, give yourself a copy of the emotion code for your, for your Christmas present, or, you know, talk someone else into giving it to you. Um, it's a phenomenal Christmas present. If you're thinking about what you should give somebody, why not give them uh, a gift that'll keep on giving? And that is give them because all the information's in the book, you can learn how to do it from the book itself. And it can totally change your life, their lives, you know, their family members' lives. That's a great place to begin is to actually start, you know, reading the book and understanding what this is and how this really works. Um It's a, it's a different, uh it's a completely different approach. Really. It's fast. It's easy. It's simple. Um, it's different from anything that we are used to because we're used to Western medicine and there's always going to be a need for Western medicine, right? I mean, it, it, Western medicine is great at, a, at acute problems, you know, like you've broken your leg or, uh, you know, um, you were in a car wreck and you're all banged up and injured. Western medicine is great at that. But most of the time, most people don't need drugs or surgery. Most of the time, people just need to get rid of their emotional baggage. And so, um, so discoverhealing.com is our website. People can go there and, uh, you can also find a practitioner there. Uh, we, we have them all over the world. You can find somebody that can work with you and, um, uh, you can learn how to do this yourself. You can become a practitioner yourself if you want to. And uh, that's another way to change your life in a big way and create the abundance that you're looking for.
0: So I didn't include this in the episode, but Brad actually did an emotion code baggage release session with me after we recorded this episode to help me a little bit with my tinnitus and my hearing loss. And it was such a cool experience. Well, of course, yes, I still have tinnitus, but we dove into the emotions behind it all and it was so wild. I could feel all these like sensations in my body at the time. So I can really see how powerful this work would be with your emotional baggage around money. I think it's healthy to think about the emotional baggage and these trapped emotions around money because everything changed for me when I started to incorporate this thinking into my relationship with money. I finally understood why I do some of the things I do. And I was able to come at them from I don't know, like a shame-free approach and a healthier approach. It's really money self-care. Just like you do any other self-care practice. Your money needs that that same sort of TLC. So if you're curious, I'd suggest picking up a copy of Brad's book, The Emotion Code: Anywhere Books Are Sold. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would absolutely love for you to invite your friends in to just understand this whole wild world of emotional baggage around money. As always, you can head to the show notes for all the links that I mentioned in this episode, as well as my freebies and links to our podcast sponsors who make this show possible. I really appreciate you going over there and giving them some love. They help me stay doing this show the way I do. So I will see you back here, my friends, in a few days for a brand new episode.